Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. Let's go. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the It's a mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really couldn't devour him and from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh, turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. P, chilling with Dr. C up in the building, up in the, up in the, up in the, up in the tone with Chris Featherstone. Uh, am I not alone? I'm with the PNP crew. You know who every single week chilling with the brew, the bros and the sisters and the misters and the misses and your wishes. The best chat line on the galaxy. It's PNP 518 episode chilling like every single week. Uh, we lounging. Uh, no more public housing. We private. Now nah, we private papa. Uh, we chilling like every week with P and P. Uh, we vibing just like every week and still thriving, so thriving, so highland like bees in the, in the hiving, coming to get dirt like one. Uh, we ain't done every single week. P and P chilling with me, cause I'm Doctor C, Ace of the R. I to the S, I'm here with the best, ain't nothing less, the PNP crew, like yes, movement, movement, grooving, schooling, you with cruising, uh, every single week, chilling with PNP and Dr. C, uh, 580 episodes, we ain't throw back. We up in the future, uh, no lose us, cause we win us, chicken in us, uh, giving you a spinner, Rooney, 
or the title, just like John Cena can't see us, uh, because we're the best in the breeze, us, uh, Jesus. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Here every single week, Dr. Chris here, PMP episode 580, y'all. 580 episodes. 580 episodes. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. All right. We got Roito. Thoughts on the Puerto Rican crowd or backlash. Of course, you got to do hashtag Axe Doc, but I will answer that because that was the first uh, question. All right. Uh, thoughts on uh, Puerto Rican? Man, I thought the Puerto Rican crowd was absolutely amazing. Uh, I think it was just I wasn't the I wasn't a big fan on the uh, the, the turn of Bianca turn on Bianca. I don't think she deserved that turn. I think that she was uh she's been thorough. She's been amazing. Um I'm not I wasn't a fan of that. However, um <clears throat> I was a fan of everything else. I mean, again, like I just said on my previous show, man, that I whatever that was, give me a slice of it because I mean, I every single week I I critique you know, raw about just being so lame and lethargic. And we saw that even on Monday. I mean, from that Puerto Rican crowd to the Jacksonville crowd was almost night and day difference. It was something about the energy in Puerto Rico, man. They were ready. They were a fan. It was, it's kind of like a big family come together. It was like a big family reunion. Like it, like <laughs> the, the, the wrestling part was cool. It was, it was okay. I mean, backlash was okay. I think if backlash would have been in Jacksonville, like the like the raw crowd, it wouldn't have been heralded nearly as much as it was in Puerto Rico. The crowd made the pay per view a good one, and like I said, Bad Bunny's entrance. I I'm not too I'm not familiar with this music, but whatever that was. Give me a slice of it because it was indelible. It was indelible. It's one of those things that um, you just—it's just going. It's going to continue in the the annals of history when it comes to memorable moments. And I know for him, I mean, it's just—it's like goosebumps. Like he's just one of those, you know, that was his moment. And I think that I think the WWE dropped the ball by not having that as the true main event. I, I I do I I think that I think that Bad Bunny and and Priest should have been replaced that they that should have replaced um, uh, Brock and Cody as the main event. Now, of course, I understand like probably the argument from Brock and Cody was like, oh, well, how in the world would you let you know somebody come in and um, be you know main event a pay per view or a PLE. And we've been here, you know, the whole time. At least Cody would say that. Brock Lesnar, you know, comes in and out. He probably doesn't care too much. But, I mean, I, and I get the argument. But at the same time, I mean, Bad Bunny's not going to be world champ before you are. Bad Bunny's probably never going to be world champ. And so, it's one of those things. You'll, like, you'll get your moment to shine. I mean, you main event at WrestleMania. <laughs> like, the, the previous pay-per-view, you main event it. So, 
and it was a good match between Cody and Roman. So I really don't think that that should be an argument. I don't really don't. I really don't think there should have been any arguments. I mean, especially how that Puerto Rican crowd was. I think that you end on a. I mean, Cody beating Brock was a high-ish note, but I, the highest note of the entire pay-per-view or PLE was Bad Bunny uh, defeating Damian Priest. And plus, Damian Priest, he's, he's been he's been busting his butt, you know, day in and day out in WWE. This is this is this would have been his moment too, you know, giving him a, uh, a main event. I mean, it's in Puerto Rico. It's backlash, you know, like the, the next pay-per-view is in Saudi. So this was an in-between pay-per-view from two stadium pay-per-views like in Puerto Rico. It's very specific. That's the reason why they had Savio. That's the reason why I had Selena Vega, you know, go against Rhea Ripley she didn't do anything to merit a title shot, but it felt right. I mean, it's just certain intangibles that feel right. And Savia, you know, uh, Selena Vega, many, uh, going against, uh, Rhea Ripley that felt right. Um, you, you having bad, bad bunny and Damian priest go against each other. That felt right too. And, it, um, and it should have been evented. I think it should have made evented. It should have been on the high note. Uh, the highest note of the night would have been that. So I was a big fan of of that. Um, Royto's asking, uh, do I feel Selena should have won title Saturday at pay-per-view and lost it back last night in a row? Oh, see... Hmm. I think she should have lost it on SmackDown. I think she should have defended the SmackDown Women's Championship, lost it on SmackDown, and came back to Raw with LWO the the, the next uh, Monday, if they would have done that. But, mm, no, I, don't, I think Rhea Ripley should have capped it. I think it was... I think she had her moment. Um, Puerto Rico knew that Rhea Ripley is going to win. So they were, you know, it was more of like an added girl. <laughs> like that That was more like the feel and the vibe that I was getting from the Puerto Rican crowd regarding Zelina Vega. It was more like an added girl. You've made it, you know, good job, you know, pat on the back type of deal, high five, you know, chest bump type, type of stuff like that. That's that's. It, it was kind of peppy, you know what I mean? It was rooting for her. It wasn't, it, I didn't get like a, yeah, you've got a shot at winning this. Uh, so, I, you know, the, the crowd wasn't surprised when Rhea won. It wasn't a shocker. Um, I've said before that uh, that uh, Sami Zayn should have beaten Roman Reigns in Montreal because there was such a story behind it for a year, like near, nearly a year before that match so i i would i'm would have been in favor for for Sami Zayn to beat roman and then lose on smackdown uh so you know but when it comes to Zelina vega there wasn't any story behind it you know basically her pitch was um i'm short and i'm you know latina and so i should get a uh and i'm from puerto rico 
that's that's basically her her pitch to be a number one contender and it worked so there wasn't any story behind that uh it's my first time interviewing Saibo Vega no I've interviewed him before uh Ricky what do I think of backlash uh it was solid it was a solid it was a solid show uh like I said I, I think I think Puerto Rico had a lot to do with that. I mean, I think it had a lot to do with that. If we would have seen, if we would have seen um, backlash in Jacksonville, like how it was on raw, it wouldn't have been nowhere close to heralded the way it was the Puerto Rico, the, the, the Puerto Rico crowd was just, infectious i mean just it just red hot the energy was just through the roof and um that made backlash memorable to me i mean just the again the um the bad buddy entrance was amazing the the, the, all the surprise entrance all the surprise appearances was was amazing you know i just had savio vega on my previous show you know just before this and that conversation was cool and just to to know and so yeah i think because of that influence it was it was really good i really enjoyed it um because mostly because of the crowd smackdown woman's title on raw the woman's title on smackdown it, yeah it makes zero sense it makes you know it's, it seems like they've backed themselves into a corner i don't even think they know what they want to do with this I mean this conundrum. I don't think they want. I don't even think they want to know. Rhea Ripley is defending the SmackDown champ women's championship only to people on Raw. So she's representing SmackDown. She's the top wrestler on SmackDown, and she's not even competing on SmackDown. She's the top wrestler on SmackDown, but she's not even competing on SmackDown. Let me say that one more time. She's the top wrestler on SmackDown, but she's not even competing on SmackDown. Zero cents at all to me. None. None, none, none. Zero, zero, zero. Um, yeah, just, just makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense to me. Um, yeah. Somehow they'll figure this out. They'll they'll say they'll swap it or something like that. Like I said before, I think I think that you should have the Raw Women's Championship um, renamed, and I think you should have the SmackDown Women's Championship renamed. I, I think the easy fix to it and the easy fix to continue Bianca Belair's streak is to just rename the, the titles. There's no need to make it brand specific. No need. No need. Especially if you're going to be doing these drafts again yearly. Um, don't make it brand specific. Um, the, the titles, the, the, the championships should just... But here, here's the thing. All the champion, the tag team championships should be um, merged. This should be merged. The the women's championship has it right. 
It's just one championship. It's not a Raw Women's Tag Team Championship. It's not a SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championship. It's just one tag team championship, and it should be merged. And when, and, and that's the thing too, like the tag team thing with the draft is kind of weird too, because if you do have one tag team championship, it doesn't really matter if you're on Raw or SmackDown, minus having a feud leading into the title hunt. You know, that that could be the case. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just there there's some 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 nuance that need to be worked on when it comes to that. I, I really think so strongly. But um, at the end of the day, I, I, the Raw and the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, I, I'm not a I'm not opposed to it, just because there's more tag teams. But here, like I said before, man, I think that they're I think that they should merge the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And I think that they should bring in a trios title. I, I do. I think they should bring in a trios title um, because you can have Raw and SmackDown both vie for it, and you can have the maybe the trios um, be featured on Raw, and, and they they both has the ability to interchange, you know, whenever. But hey, maybe the trios uh, division is being showcased on Raw this week, and the tag team divisions being showcased on SmackDown this week. I would much rather prefer that than having a raw and a SmackDown tag team championship. Just have a WWE tag team champion in that WWE trios championship. That's how you, that's how you um, take care of the, um, the issue when it comes to the tag team titles. Um, SmackDown guys going after a Raw title not only makes zero sense, but only tells me Reigns is never losing. I don't know about never losing, um, uh, but I, I do. It, it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, why didn't you just have twelve people on Raw, and the and the twelve people on SmackDown can vie for Roman Reigns? Why don't you just do a separate tournament to crown? Uh, a number one contender or the six, I think it was six wrestlers on SmackDown. Why don't you just have a separate tournament for SmackDown to crown a number one contender to go against Roman Reigns and Saudi? I mean, what? Just have a tournament or you can just do a six-way match or you can just do three singles matches and then have a triple threat main event. That's all. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. Three singles matches. That could have been a whole, a full SmackDown uh, show. Um, three singles matches. And then you a couple bells and whistles, you know, a couple other matches and or feuds that you could have had it within it. But you could have done three singles matches. And then that could have led to a triple threat match. The winner of the triple threat match goes against Roman Reigns and Saudi. There's six people on Raw, and those six people could have went to get against each other in singles matches. And the winner of those singles matches 
could have went to get, uh, against each other at the end in a triple threat match. Real easy. Real easy. 60,000 tickets sold for all in. That's a lot of marks. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's one of those things that, again, I said I shared this before. I, I don't see a lot of people from the United States going to the UK where when they don't even, you know, sell out uh, arenas locally. You know, I mean, I just I just found someone. Uh, I just found out that someone uh, they they're having a show in uh, Virginia soon, and they didn't even sell out that yet. Like they they're underselling in Virginia locally, but at the same time, these foreign markets, these international markets, they're going to buy the tickets because they don't get a lot of events. So you have. 60,000 wrestling fans looking for that big pay-per-view event, and then they're going to flock to it. I mean, like, like to me, this is no surprise whatsoever. No surprise. Because I remember when TNA was doing okay in the States, but every time they would go to the O2 Arena, it would look much bigger. Every time they would have the UK tours, it looked it looked legit. Like, like it would come across as a legit number two company when they would, you know, have their O2 arena uh, shows. And then they would come back to the States and, you know, barely fill up, you know, just a, a small venue because American fans are spoiled rotten when it comes to pro wrestling. And we're also, and, and it's also not intriguing to sell out houses. Like there's not a lot of intrigue. Like we watch the same things every week. So it's not really intriguing people to sell out houses. But at the same time, when it comes to international markets like a Puerto Rico or, you know, a although Puerto Rico's, you know, American, but at the same time, it still has an international feel to it because of the Spanish and Mexican influence. And it's not within the proper, you know, 50 states. It still uh, has has that international feel to it. And, you know, you also have the UK. They're not getting pay-per-view. They're not getting uh, pay-per-view from WWE or AEW once a year. You know what I mean? Or, or twice a year. No. They're not getting that. And so, I mean, just like you know class of champions it was the same way i mean it packed out packed out like that's that was that wasn't a surprise because you don't have pay-per-views in wales all the time like cardiff doesn't isn't a part of the the uh the the the, the, the routine so to speak when it comes to pay-per-views they're they're not on the list you know um so UK selling out. I don't even think it was a AEW thing. It's, I think I think it's a pro wrestling thing. If the WWE had a show in Wembley, it would sell out too. If I would even dare to say TNA would at least get 20, 30,000, you know, uh seats in in Wembley because people, you know, they enjoy big pay-per-views. So, that's what you get.
How will you be celebrating the guilts? Hundred thousand days of champion, I will be getting champagne. Um I won't be celebrating his thousand days. <laughs> and you just talked about marks, my man. Like that right there. Rubber Reigns is Rubber Reigns is <laughs> champ for a thousand days. Woohoo! Pop the bottle. Celebrating Rubber Reigns. Okay. Uh, Elvis is in the building. What would I rate backlash? Um, out of ten, a seven. I'll give it a seven. What's up, Dion? Dion's in the building. Uh, Elvis is asking a little bit of off title, uh, off topic question. What items do I think? you should get for your campaign what do you mean items i mean what what about it like as far as just like marketing um uh, letting you know about your campaign if it's marketing i you know you can get picket signs um you can even get like you know t-shirts and just start giving them to people um you know, stuff like that. So plenty of options. Huge news. Roman Reigns is going to be at Money in the Bank. Cool. Now that's cool. Was cool to see Carlito. Yes, it was cool to see Carlito. So Cody's going to be Lesnar again in Saudi and we are meant to care. I don't think Cody's going to be. I mean, that would be stupid. That would be so stupid. <laughs> Oh man, that would be horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, Cody beating Lesnar again. What the heck is that gonna do? And talking about a fight, you think you think Brock Lesnar is gonna lose a fight to Cody? I think Lesnar's gonna beat Cody and Saudi, and I think they're gonna run it back and triple it up like they were kind of trying to do with Lashley and Lesnar. Um they're going to do the same kind of trilogy with Cody and Lesnar with just shorter, a shorter span of time. I think that they should do it in, at SummerSlam. I, I do. I think that I think that uh, Brock Lesnar should beat Cody and just beat him so senseless that Brock Lesnar suspended and Cody is injured for a while. And then Cody comes back, calls out Brock, Brock Lesnar, and then you have Cody versus Brock at SummerSlam. But I think it should have been for a title. But, um, yeah, I think that that's what you should do. Rumors are either Reigns versus Bad Bunny or Reigns versus Conor McGregor, uh, McGregor at SummerSlam. I would not be interested in Reigns versus Conor McGregor. Reigns versus Bad Bunny uh, at SummerSlam. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm not. I'm not completely. I'm not completely against the idea of Reigns versus Bad Bunny, but for that to be a big four pay per view, and you give me some type of you're, you're trying to sell to me that Roman Reigns has any type of chance to lose against Bad Bunny. 
And then Bat Bunny becomes the WWE Undisputed Champion while touring. And no, I mean, like Bat Bunny and Damian Priest was a super just right dynamic. Again, it was intangible. It just felt right. And because, you know, Priest is tall, big guy, and Bad Bunny's a smaller guy, you know, in comparison. It just made sense. Even aesthetically, it just made it looked it looked right. It felt right. It was a good dynamic between the two with the baby face going over. It made sense. And you had all the bells and whistles. It wasn't just a shoot wrestling match or just a regular wrestling match. You had you had uh um weapons there. So basically it made it made it it made more sense of Bat Bunny winning because he was working the leg, using the uh instruments, using the weapons to work the leg. All that made sense. All that made sense to me. Absolutely. Um I heard Priest was getting lots of good praise backstage for his work. He should. He should. He should. He did a he did a he you know, a lot of people were talking about Bad Bunny, which they should, but Priest is the one, like he's the unsung hero in all this. Like he's like he did a fantastic job. Absolutely fantastic job. Takes two to tango. Uh the Miz, the world title tournament, haha, that automatically devalued it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, to me, what the heck, dude? Like the Miz? Like you like we really thought that the Miz would be in any type of contention to be world champion. Like, really? Like you've been losing to everybody and their mom lately, but somehow you're a contender. You're one of the six top people, maybe probably because of past resume, but what the heck does that mean in in the in the present when it comes to stuff like that? Do you see Priest or LA Knight getting a future main event after Money in the Bank? Uh, I see Priest more than LA Knight. Priest is on a, uh, his momentum is, is pretty high right now. And I think it should be. LA Knight's, no. I mean, I, I like him. I, I like LA Knight, but um, he's just, man, it's just, he got so much potential and so much talent, but they don't really know what to do with him. He's starting to organically get over as a baby face. Turn him. Why not? Turn him. Talking World Heavyweight Championship. Why is SmackDown stars in this tournament? I thought that the new bell was for all. Yeah, just talked about that. I mean, again, it's just makes no sense at all, man. Makes no sense at all. What's up, RK4? WWE dropped the ball with Priest versus Bunny in Puerto Rico. It's not the main event. Agreed. I just talked about that. Uh, shows that booking is horrible and don't know how to use several talented superstars. Yeah, I mean, there's absolutely zero reason why Priest and and Bad Bunny shouldn't have been the main event. It's a Puerto Rican uh, pay-per-view or PLE. They're both Puerto Rican. It's a minor pay-per-view. It's not a major pay-per-view, so there's no, there should be no complaints from anybody backstage because this is looking this is making the the company as a whole look good and so support it man you know be all for it you know i I think it's i think it was a good call to do it 
It's sad that uh, Bad Bunny, I think it would have been a good call, uh, but they didn't do it, though. It's sad that Bad Bunny versus Priest had the best match overall. Uh, all the other talent, I agree with that on the roster. Bad Bunny has only two matches, a Ron Royal match, yet has better matches than Cody versus Brock. I think it's because his passion. I think I think it was the same thing with Logan Paul, but sp- especially with Bad Bunny. This is like a dream come true for Bad Bunny. Like Bad Bunny proved that he's way bigger than the business is. But this was one of those things that just that he he wanted. To, it seems like when people have those dream come true moments, or just always would be a wrestler. It's one of those things. Like I think about it from a psychological standpoint: is pro wrestling gives an opportunity for uh people to be heroes to people to be superheroes and i think that just that kitty just 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 that kitty desire just the, just that you know desire that you had as a kid to be a hero watching cartoons wanting to be a superhero pro wrestling gives that space to do that and i can respect that i can i can respect the heck out of that man i really can and so Bad Bunny coming and, ha- and and just kind of honing in that and living that dream out, respect. I, I respect it, man. I respect it. Uh, I was at the pay-per-view, and the crowd was hotter than what you saw in the X pay-per-view, but if I feel the crowd was so hot because the people here in pay-per-view, uh, Puerto Rico had not seen a pay-per-view in more than 15 year, uh, years and because everyone loves Bunny. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. I think that's again, I, it felt like a family. Like it, it felt like a family. It felt like people people from Puerto Rico was one one big familia coming together, enjoying their comic book come to life spectacle right in front of their eyes. You don't have that in the States. I mean, Florida's Florida. California's California, New, you know, New York's New York, Ohio's Ohio. You know what I mean? Like it's not some big camaraderie that you're, that you're coming in together. I mean, you're, you're coming on one big Island for people to just come together and embrace their culture and their love for professional wrestling. It's an anomaly. It really is. Like you just, you, you don't have that here in the States. You don't have it. I mean, it'd be it'd be similar to going to Hawaii. You know what I mean? Like you have the the culture. You're gonna have you would ha- you're probably most likely still have a hot crowd in Hawaii too. Hawaii has a lot of wrestling tradition, uh, specifically with the Polynesian um, heritage. You know, with the Fatu and Hawaii family. You know, they they have their you know Polynesian you know uh, pro wrestling, and so it, it there's there's a lot of rich history there too so it, it's it's an island coming together culturally to watch a, a grand show i mean that's that's what it was man and you don't have that you don't have that in the states <laughs> you don't have it in the states you can go to different states like you do every single week as you know in wwe and you want to get different reactions because it's different people or di- there are different cultures in the 50 states of the United States. And it's not the same vibe as you would get if you went to an island. That's, 
It was a big difference. Uh, yeah, I, I did like that. I, I like they did the same thing on SmackDown. I do like that that draw. I mean, man, look, I've said this before. I, I I gripe about Raw all the time because I think Raw sucks. Um, and I think the product as a whole, just this the pro wrestling product as a whole, is just very disappointing. The stories just suck overall. It's matches upon matches upon matches, which just doesn't intrigue me as a fan who's someone who's been a fan for 36 years, 37 years. It just doesn't intrigue me by continue to see match after match after match. What intrigues me are stories. That's how I grew to love pro wrestling as a little bitty kid. I grew to love it because there was, it was a comic book come to life. I saw stories. I saw a narration of stories. I saw, Good guy and bad guy. Hero was a villain. The villain uh, one-ups the hero and kind of gets a little bit of momentum going, and then at the end, the hero wins. That's what got me to love pro wrestling. Now it's just matches and then variations of the same match and just the same match over and over again. It's lazy. It's just really lazy. But one thing that is not lazy when it comes to WWE is their production. WWE's production is just magnus say magnifique say magna say magnifique it was just it's just very very good so kudos to wwe for that rk4 why do they make rhea ripley sell that these women can't hurt her yeah agreed when she's more powerful than them hurts her character like bianca wwe can't book strong women title reigns i agree again again I, 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 i agree with that very much and like when like when 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 Rhea's selling to, to you know to people you know why sell at all to dana brooke no disrespect to dana brooke you know she's a fellow ohioan so she automatically gets points for, uh from me but dana brooke Rhea ripley dana brooke Rhea ripley that should have been an absolute squash I get it. I, I get it that you're trying to, you know, kind of have EO Sky, EO Shirai play the baby or look like the baby face. But there's plenty of women on the current roster that can make Bianca look like a look like a baby face. I'd totally be on point with Bianca versus Ronda Rousey. Why don't you do Bianca versus Rousey at SummerSlam? Why not? I mean, if you're still, if you're looking for opportunities for Bianca Belair to uh, still have quality opponents for big pay-per-views, I think you do Bianca Belair versus Ronda Rousey. Now, I'd be on board with Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair uh, at WrestleMania. I actually wouldn't be opposed to Charlotte Flair defeating Bianca Belair. Charlotte. She comes in as a heel. Charlotte comes in as a heel. She beats Bianca Belair because that would cause even more heat. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Charlotte Flair is beating her again and stuff like that. And, you know, then you can have Bianca, you know, try to chase uh, Charlotte and then someone else wanting to be in the hunt, someone like a Shayna Baszler or Ronda Rousey or something like that that's a, a quality enough opponent. 
and then someone derails Bianca Belair's chase, and then there's your SummerSlam opponent. I'd be all I'd be all on board for Bianca Belair, Ronda Rousey, SummerSlam, and then Bianca Belair wins, and then you have Bianca go back to the chase, and Bianca versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. Charlotte would come in with a bunch of heat and she would do a really good job with propping up Bianca Belair. And if you don't, and if you don't know, if somehow this has slipped to you, Bianca Belair is currently undefeated in WrestleMania. So I'd be on, I'd totally be on board with her being the female streak holder uh, at WrestleMania. I'd, I'd be on board with that. If I'm starting to see it, no difference with trips running things. It's just a bunch of OMG moves and surprise pop-ups with no stories. Yep. Yep. And you can't give all the credit to Triple H when it comes to the bloodline stuff. You can't get all you can't get all the credit for you know to to Triple H with that. Again, I <laughs> you're bringing a bunch of people from NXT for what? For what? I I watched Zoe Stark a little bit in NXT. I think that she's great. But why do I care as a main roster fan if there's no character to attach her with? Why do I care? Why do I care about a simple match? Why do I care about you simply going against Nikki Cross? I don't care. I, I don't care about that. And so if you can if you continue to just have these random useless matches that is not building your character you're just winning matches against people who you should win matches against how in the world is that building character what character are you who are you Zoe Stark who are you no one knows if they didn't watch NXT and there's nothing about Zoe Stark or Candice LeRae or Johnny Gargano that is automatically looking like a character, like a strong character. There's nothing about them. Emery work. Bravo. Bravo. But you're not doing a good job honing in their character. And I think that that is a super huge detriment to most people who is currently in pro wrestling, period. Rito, uh, do you see WWE doing uh, P- six PLEs in the USA and six others internationally? I don't even know if they'll do 12 PLEs a year, really. I don't think that they'll do six international pay-per-views. Um, there's just a lot coming, a lot to that. Um, WWE doesn't like that risk of, you know, I mean, yes, they're, they're seeing really good numbers, but there's always a risk. It's always a safe bet doing them in the States because of travel and stuff like that. You're not going to have a lot of uh, uh, international people travel away from the state. And you can't keep having it that frequently because it will taper down that momentum of having it in that big, you know, um, that big moment and that 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 pay-per-view that in that market that hasn't been tapped for a while 
that causes more intrigue. Um, so yeah, I don't see. I mean, I can see they do two in Saudi a year, um, and then maybe one, you know, in the UK. That's that's all I see really. So I, I can see three international, like three to four internationally every year. But as far as six, no, I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think uh, that's within the radar of WWE. Now, you know, there's always the thought of, you know, having raw, uh, raw branded and SmackDown branded pay per views. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to that. So Bruno's in the house. Uh, celebrity versus celebrity. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I mean, Bad Bunny is a. It is a. He is a consummate babyface. Logan Paul is a to the letter heel. Um, and I think they put a decent show, but then you would need a vet to carry that, though. I personally wouldn't be opposed to Logan and Jake Paul versus Bad Bunny and Rey Mysterio. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I also wouldn't be opposed to um, some type of, you know, big street fight between Bad Bunny, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and Zelina Vega, perhaps against. Eh, I wouldn't put Zelina Vega in there. I think Rhea needs a singles match at SummerSlam, but you can do a Ray. Escobar and Bad Bunny against Finn, Priest, and Dominic. You you could do that. Six man. Um, that is sell. But Bad Bunny and Logan Paul doesn't seem terrible. It doesn't seem like a terrible idea. The only problem is you need a baby to compliment that, though. I mean, you you need a a veteran to to carry to help with that. Um, I think that's leading to a J face turn. I think that they, it's not as overt as it was before. They're still trying. I mean, they're, they're really doing the best they can to really extend this bloodline feud. And I give it to them. I give it to them in a sense because it, it seems as if there was just nothing left after WrestleMania, which WrestleMania should culminate pay-per-view. I mean, it should culminate culminate storylines for sure. But they still had some left with the bloodline. So, hey, you know, we'll, we'll see where this goes. I've said this before. Full circle to me is Jay versus Roman. Babyface Jay versus heel Roman. That's what it was from the very beginning. COVID, ha- uh, COVID happened. COVID hit. Jimmy was injured. It was just Jay and Roman from the very beginning. And to me, full circle, three years, Jay versus Roman, not for the title. So I suppose like Roman loses in between then. I wouldn't mind Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam, honestly. Do you think WWE should give talent time off? Um to probably give fans a chance to miss them or their gimmick because every week makes it stale. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do think that uh, there should be, I've said this before on the show, I believe, 
I think there should be a revolving door of people getting off, especially in this dollar season, like between May, June, and July, those three months typically is seasons. It's kind of like WWE's off season to an extent. They, you know, they did backlash and, uh, in Puerto Rico, that was a, you know, a niche type of feel to it, uh, branded feel to it, which was good. But I mean, you didn't see, you know, every name on backlash. And so you can still make it work. with still giving people time off. I think May, June and July should be an off season to a lot of people. Um, and you can still, you know, there's still enough talent to make intriguing storylines a story is a story so if you don't have the uh, certain people there um you can always do a bunch of b-roll paper uh footage you can do weeks and weeks of b-roll footage to still have a person have a presence there um you can easily do that stuff smackdown guys in a world title tournament apart from theory are all guys that should be going for range titles certainly styles and lastly agreed agreed I think they, you know, there's it's rumored AJ and Roman at uh, in Saudi. Um, although I thought he was supposed to be doing it, you know, a celebration for a thousand days, but it's rumored him and AJ again. Why do I care? Why do I care that it's AJ Roman? I mean, are you going to build AJ to be a legitimate threat within the next three, two weeks? Like, is that what you're going to do? You got two weeks to build AJ Styles as a legitimate threat. Okay. Doesn't make sense to me. Rollin, only Bad Bunny received the hailing from Puerto Rico, Pop. I wanted the announcer to keep it real and announce Damian Priest as representing Judgment Day by way of Puerto Rico, but no. Yeah, I, I can I can respect that. Um, I do think that they wanted to keep him heel, so... I do respect the kayfabe uh, part of it. And, uh, you know, I'm all about respecting kayfabe and stuff like that and protecting characters. I think that Bad Bunny really was kind of Teflon when, when it, when it comes to that, that you're not sacrificing uh, any type of pop from Bad Bunny by saying that. So I can respect that. Um, Damien Priest still could have came out, you know, healing it up and, even could have caught even could have cut a promo talking about Puerto Rico. That's why I left Puerto Rico, you know, just kind of row the crowd up. So I can respect that. Uh, that's a good question. I think I just recently did a, um, I think I did a tally about that. Uh, I can actually get that too. Cause I actually texted that to somebody when we was having a conversation about that i can tell you how many how many states i've been to i have been to i can find out i can find that out for you quickly actually okay i've been to 18 states plus dc and the virgin islands so no, I've been to twenty. So I've been to seventeen states, plus D.C., Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. So twenty, including territories as well. 
islands slash territories. So I've been to 20 United States territories, uh, 17 states. So I've got um, in the next eight years, I want to go to all 50 states. So I have 33 states to go. Um, I'm visiting a state next year for the first time. Um, yeah, I want to do a couple of, I mean, I've been, I'm in Ohio, so I've been to all states that's bordered me. I haven't been out West much. Actually, I went out West for the first time in my life this year. I went to Vegas. So that was three months ago. So that was my first time ever out West. And I like, I liked it. I enjoyed Vegas. So I've been to East. <laughs> I've been a bunch of Eastern, um, states i've been i'm in ohio so i've been to michigan pennsylvania um west virginia kentucky indiana i've been to all uh of those states more than once actually um so now i've been to like haven't yeah i've been to pennsylvania i've been to new york i've been to maryland I've been to, I, I have been in New York. I don't even know why I said that. I've been in New York. Um, I've been to Jersey as well. Um, I went to, I went to, I covered, I did media in, at WrestleMania of 35. So I was in New York and New Jersey. I haven't been to Boston. I haven't been to Massachusetts. So that's on my radar. Uh, Lord willing soon, sooner than later, hopefully. Did I know that 65% of the crowd in the PLE were females at Backlash? I didn't know that. That was pretty cool. Cool info. Who do you think Johnny Gargano was talking about when he and when he said he's coming back soon? Dude, I I don't know. Maybe it was the Black Scorpion. <laughs> Priest. Priest had a Puerto Rican patch on his outfit, but they didn't give his family, friends, and fans the pop for him by announcing him as hailing from Puerto Rico. Let the fans choose who to cheer. Hmm. Um, I think if you... Yeah, I mean you're protecting you're protecting Bad Bunny as the babyface, and um, you know keep keep it kayfabe, man. Keep it kayfabe. Um, that's the thing. If you if you <laughs> fans are so fickle, man. If if you really allow the fans who to cheer every week, booking would be hard. <laughs> it would be so hard because fans are so fickle, man. Tembrano's in Puerto Rico was hot. It was beautiful. And the Club Bravo was the bomb. Nice. Gabriel's in the building. Gabriel's in the Gabriel's in the building. Uh, do I think WWE should change the women's title? Just one world champ and one mid-card title instead of two different brand champions. <clears throat> no, I think you keep it, keep it both brand, you know, top champions. Just have again, just have the WWE. Women's Championship, WWE World Women's Championship. Uh, Rollin, hopefully Bianca Belair is ready to perform with Ronda Rousey. The Rumble that Rousey won several times. We saw Belair look hesitant or scared to interact with Rousey. It was strange to witness. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. 
I, I think that she's grown a lot in confidence, uh, Bel Air, and having the title for you know over 13 months now. I think if you're looking for marquee, that basically untapped marquee matches for Bianca Belair, the only two people that is there really is Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Those are the only main roster, like two untapped marquee matches that Belair hasn't had. And I, uh, so I think those are the two. Unless I think Rousey and Baszler did get drafted to did they get drafted to Raw? I think they get. I think they got drafted to Raw. Um, which um, I think you should have kept Rousey and Raw for Rousey and uh, yeah. So they got drafted to Raw. So there goes Rousey versus uh, Bianca. Now you just only have Charlotte. I mean, you, you've got Bailey. You want to see it again, man. You keep giving us these same iterations, of, these iterations of the same matches, man. It just. You got Charlotte there. And that's good. So we can see Bianca and Charlotte. But Bianca and Rousey would have been would have been a, a perfect SummerSlam match. But you ruined it. Um guessing the no more post pay-per-view press conferences is a Vince idea. It definitely seems like that would be a Vince idea because you know he wants to stay K which I can respect, but and plus, you know, eh, what do they really mean? You know. It's just a bunch of reporters, you know, a bunch of dirt sheet writers asking questions that uh, the wrestlers had the kayfabe answer anyways. So it really didn't mean too much. Uh, the Triple H, it just being Triple H, you know, that's not terrible. But, you know, bringing wrestlers in kind of like the, what they do with New Japan. I mean, they just they just kayfabe it anyways. I guess they're going to kick Finn out to this day at some point. I, I did hear about that. They're talking about J.D. McDonough um, joining the um, Judgment Day, which I wouldn't be a I wouldn't be opposed to. I think uh, would have been I think Gacy, I think Joe Gacy would have been a pretty um, cool addition to Judgment Day. J.D. McDonough, I'm not totally opposed to because I'm thinking in my head at least that gives him something to do. Him just coming up on the roster as JD McDonough just for JD McDonough's sake. I don't there's nothing about that that screams, you know, push. But if he joins the judgment, at least that'll be something. Uh it wasn't very warm when I got there, but uh, you know, to be fair, I was there in February. So I was there in the winter, and it wasn't actually it, it was really nice. Um it was weather well, was was great there. Uh, come to Colorado. Uh, I I shall. It's my plan. I want to come to every fifty state. I want to come to all fifty states. I imagine if I came to Colorado, Vince Russo and uh, his wife will allow my wife and I to stay there, or at least give us a uh, let us stay in the guest house in their guest house or something. If they have a guest house, 
Morgano was probably talking about Tommaso. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I can see Ciampa coming back. That's that's a good call on that. Why hasn't WWE learned from Cena, Bryant, maybe Bryant, Lashley and Roman to stop force-feeding wrestlers facing Lesnar when they're still going to cheer for him? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's a good point, but I do think that Lesnar is getting heat now. Um, he's just like a aggressive baby face, a heel, like, uh, just an aggressive heel. So I think it's kind of working now. Rollin enjoyed backlash more than he did both nights of WrestleMania 39. The first night of mania is overrated to you because the Lynch and Friends versus Damage Control match. That match was horrible. Uh, Intercontinental Ochano match was great. Yes, it was great. That match was great. Um, yeah, you know, no argument there as far as just enjoying Backlash more. I think the feel of it was better. It's just the energy. This energy of Backlash was just right. It was right. Priest did his, uh, did get his prospect stage. It was cool. That's awesome. Russo lives in Northern Colorado. He lives in Southern Colorado. Cool. Well, I didn't say I was going to come to a, a city. I said I was going to go to the state. So whoever allows me to crash at their place, maybe uh, maybe he has first dibs. Uh, to me, the WWE has to test this EL Sky versus Bianca Belair thing out in the States out of hatred for Bailey holding the Sky Sisters back. Fans may cheer each guy sister over Bianca in matches. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, to your point, Ron, I think, again, it's just, you know, Puerto Rico was cheering for the person, the, the underdog. I mean, EOS Sky was absolutely the underdog in this dynamic. Like, physically, I mean, everything. I mean, like, she was the underdog. So, it just didn't, uh, he just really was setting Bianca up for failure, you know, to get that heat because Eos guy compared to Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair compared to Eos guy is no threat whatsoever. Just, just athletic wise, just size wise. And so automatically you're entering that with Eos guy as the underdog. So that's going to get cheered. And two, I've said this before, like EL Sky looks like you just want to hug her. Like she just, she just looks likable. She looks like she can just like be like one of the homegirls, you know what I mean? Like at school, like she just looks likable. There's, she doesn't look like a heel. She has a, uh, she, she actually has a baby face. Like she's a legit baby face. She has that look to her. There's nothing about Io Shirai that looks heelish to me. So you have that, and then you have her size as the underdog. Like it just all made it look like she was coming from behind. So there you go. Uh, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico is an American. Uh, soil. It is American territory. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, stop by Kansas on your way to Colorado. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, CJ Perry is cool too. Nice. I heard she was. Well, I saw. I saw she was at Bacalash. 
She was at Bacalash. Bacalash. Ev. I think that the cheers were piping on that Bel Air match because we can see damage control breaking up. Uh, I think that the cheers initially were legit. Uh, it looked like it. And then they just let the booze ride. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to let it ride, man. You got to let it ride. All right, fam. Another successful one. <laughs> just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details